Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, where performance is driven by original fundamental research on a global scale. This is Putnam Today. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Technology, housing, and the federal debt on the broadcast today. Yes, sometimes it feels like the news never does change, doesn't it? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Constellation, supporting customer choice and clean, efficient energy sources and technologies, working with customers nationwide to create a sustainable energy future, Constellation.com. And by Progressive Insurance, with Snapshot, which monitors mileage and safe driving habits to determine a personalized rate. Learn more at Progressive.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Wednesday, the 20th of April. Glad to have you with us today. To those who've been saying there's a tech bubble lurking out there somewhere, well, you might have a point. This week has brought us a boom time earnings season for some big name technology companies. Intel, IBM, and Yahoo all posted strong profits yesterday. Apple came out this afternoon with numbers that can only boggle the mind. $24.5 billion in revenue for the quarter. $6 billion of that pure profit. So we got Marketplace's Steve Hanna on the phone and asked him to poke around and find out whether these numbers might mean that consumers and big businesses are finally starting to behave like the recession is behind us. For companies like Intel, IBM, and Cisco, the credit crisis was rough. Their biggest customers, the biggest corporations in the world, were scared to death of spending money. Customers were were hoarding cash and delaying purchases as long as possible. Dan Olds is a tech analyst at the Gabriel Consulting Group. Companies are feeling strong enough with their cash hoards, with their market position, uh, to be able to start loosening up the purse strings and doing some long-delayed technology refreshes. This quarter, profits at Intel rose almost 30%. Even the company's executives were surprised by demand for Intel's chips. But tech analyst Darren Karras believes there's more going on here than simple pent-up demand. You know, we're seeing a lot of very, very... Uh, exciting innovations that I think are you know, going to continue to drive tech spending and tech growth. Sure, sleek gadgets like the iPad are luring consumers back to the market, but the real action is overseas. Karis was just in India. He thinks that new wireless networks there, combined with cheaper smartphones, could bring 120 million new internet users online in that country in the next few years. Anybody who is looking at what's going on in tech right now and really needs to understand the implications of this kind of globalization of technology. Consumer devices are getting lighter and cheaper. Millions now connect on phones and tablets, and that's a boon for Apple and Android. But it also means big corporate computers and servers will need to carry heavier loads. And that's a boon for companies like Intel, too. In Silicon Valley, I'm Steve Henn for Marketplace. Now to the little sector that helped bring the world's biggest economy to its knees. That'd be the U.S. housing market, of course. The typical spring buying season hasn't been all that typical so far this year, but there was a glimmer of improvement today. Sales of existing homes rose more than expected in March, and demand for the mortgages to buy those homes got a boost as well, up about 10%, the highest mark this year for mortgage demand. So, is the housing market finally working its way out of the woods? Maybe. Here's Marketplace's Stacey Vanek-Smith. Home sales out today show the housing market is improving in a slow and steady kind of way. 
Kenneth Rosen chairs the Fisher Center for Real Estate at UC Berkeley. They're getting slightly better, but not as strong as they could be given how favorable market conditions are for buying. What he means is low interest rates and depressed home prices. What's holding the market back? Rosen says there's a lot of anxiety from buyers that prices will keep falling. And even people who are ready to take the plunge might not qualify for a mortgage loan. There's a lot of people who would like to buy a house. The credit is so tight today, they can't. Last month, more than a third of home sales were all cash deals, which is a sign that investors, not families, are taking advantage of the low prices. Still, Denver realtor John Lawrence says he's starting to see traditional buyers reappear. In the last couple of months, we've seen a lot of activity, a lot more buyers are ready to look now. In fact, in the last week, we've seen a huge number of contracts. Lawrence says the problem now is sellers.